Hey guys, it's the Spongeworthy Podcast. I'm Daryl Williams. And I'm Zach Hillman. And today we are talking with the ever-popular Emily Rossi about Season 2, Episode 12, The Bus Boy. Season finale! You said I wasn't sponge-worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge-worthy. I think I'm very sponge-worthy. Sponge-worthy? The Sponge-worthy podcast. Sponge-worthy. Sponge-worthy podcast. All right, guys. Uh, we're here talking to Emily Rossi. Woo! Hi. What's up, Emily? I'm happy to be here. Happy to be sponge-worthy. I mean, mm, yeah. I, mean you, I think you are the... Uh, Exact like textbook definition Sponge- of sponge-worthy. Oh, worthiest. Yeah, yeah the worthiest of sponges. Yeah, exactly. You. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're just like whole food sponge. Yeah. Like Top shelf sponge. so mm. upper crust sponge. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, like, yeah for better sure. Better than a scrub daddy. Oh, my God. I mean, mm-hmm. I had a scrub daddy for a little while. Really? Yeah, he was... um kept me clean <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> he insisted i didn't have uh, much of a say in the matter <laughs> make you clean and like it you're gonna you're gonna I clean yourself dirty daddy. boy yeah <laughs> I'm about it yeah it was so, nice nice having someone else call the shots you know emily what's uh, your uh, knowledge thus far of seinfeld well i mean i've, I've just viewed like currently in the last the hour or or my whole Seinfeld just your whole experience. experience. Like, oh yeah, yeah. like just the, how would oh. you rate yourself as a Seinfeld fan? Are you mm-hmm. a fan? I'm or like you... a six, six yeah, out of ten. Yeah, because I had that oh, okay. whole collection, but I never watched the DVDs because right. they were always on UPN or you know something oh, like that. They are in, yeah, in yeah, syndication, yeah. pretty pretty heavily. I remember the Seinfeld finale. Um, yeah. I remember when that aired. Did you right. like it? I, I I loved it, but I remember everybody hating it. Yes, yeah. everybody didn't like it. But I like you can't. Everybody's gonna hate the finale. We've, this is like a thing everybody knows. That's why right, sometimes right. I don't even watch the finale. Like yeah. the, the, the uh, final season of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, I refuse to watch because I'm like I don't want it to be over. That's so <laughs> funny. I went to uh, I went to elementary school with Rachel Bloom. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. She was like the only did she, so the did only she... one who's ever I was watching her show and I'm like. I laughed so hard it turned into a sob. Like it was so like wow. Yeah, never happened before. Yeah, that's so crazy. She's did she's she so give you like talented. a credit or it's like written by like because of like indirectly Zach Hillman? No, but I mean, I um, I definitely am uh, a character in her uh, memoir. Oh, how about uh, that? She definitely has a chapter about me. How about that? <laughs> which is uh, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> the biggest asshole in my life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, hey, did you think that uh, people couldn't be this evil in the fourth grade? Mm-hmm. Turns out, Aww. yeah, I was. Turns I was out. confused. My uh, my parents were going through a divorce. You know, <laughs> yeah, I get you it. know how it goes, hey, guys. Yeah. Eugene put me in a headlock, and hey. his mom died. So, I oh, it. in fact, yeah. um, I actually think that um, <laughs> she wouldn't have had a TV show if you did not put her in a headlock. Yeah, so. if I wasn't such an evil prick, yeah, she, yeah, she needs to send me some cash. Exactly, she's, she's an absolute Rachel genius. Bloom. I know mm-hmm. you're listening because you're still obsessed with me. Uh, cut me a check. Yeah, you just yeah, it's overdue. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, when did you first watch it? Like you said, you watched the finale. When, at first, I don't know when first, because my sister would always have the TV on and have it on, and I'd walk in and just mm-hmm. join her. You know, that, that we'd have it on Lifetime with Golden Girls designing women, or sure. she'd have mm-hmm. Seinfeld on, and like, but we, you know, that's 
This is this basic. is some peak nineties. My favorite um, is Apartment One Q is where where she <laughs> I don't remember what it's which the name of the episode, but it's where she pretends Elaine pretends to live in this one building so that it oh, delivers so that you that can get food. the Chinese food. Yes. Apartment yes. One Q yes. with the, with the mm-hmm. table. Yes. <laughs> She's living in a yeah. supply closet. Yes. Yeah. And the oh slicer. I love the slicer. Because, okay, I think my experience with Seinfeld's because there were so many people to guest starred on it. Sure. And so, like, mm-hmm. I watched them um, because, like, oh, there's there's um, Kimberly from Melrose Place. Like, right. Oh, there's, you know, mm-hmm. D- D- Terry Hatcher. You know, there's, mm-hmm, there's so mm-hmm, everybody mm-hmm. was there. Lori Loughlin. Davis. Like, sure. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Big, there were some, some big names. Lauren Graham. Yep. Yeah, some cleanup yeah. hitters for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Patrick Warburton, a couple other uh, dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston. Sure. At all, yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm just a kid watching him. I don't know, but right. like, I do know Kimberly from Moro's place. Of course, like, but of I course. knew her. I know her first before I know her on Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And did mm-hmm. you watch and like get the jokes, or were you just like, oh, this is what my sister likes? Oh, I got the jokes. Yeah, I, w- mm-hmm. I was watching the practice in like the nice. fourth grade. I'm like, I'm over Nick <laughs> Jr. and stuff. Like, I'll watch Little Bear when I'm desperate and I'm homesick. <laughs> you were like, Judy Bloom is so banal, you guys. Right, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is beneath me. It's true. We were reading Blueberries for Sal in the first yeah. grade. And I was like, this is boring. Like, first of all, why are they out foraging for blueberries in the middle of the forest? Where's her dad? Where's Sal's dad? uh, Can I just skip ahead and read Finnegan's Wake, everybody? I'm I'm like, I need a challenge. I'm just going to be over here reading The English Patient. Hey, God, it's me, Margaret. You don't exist. (laughs) Yeah, you were definitely reading that Nietzsche. Yeah. What up? That's my experience. So, so this is a long intro for us so far. It's an intro, but we are now going to get into... Season two, episode twelve. Yeah, the bus boy. The bus boy. Technically, mm-hmm. see the finale of season two. Yeah. So, um, right off the bat, we got stand up going from Seinfeld um, about the checkbook. I believe this is in his actual special at some point. So, I do think this bit is a real. You know, like some of them in the in these shows uh, make the cut. Some of them are just like, no, that's just a Seinfeld TV show bit. He's not using that in his, uh, you know, specials. But I have heard him do this checkbook bit before. The check presenter. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And the award for the best uh, meal goes to. And this whole idea of, like, yeah, presenting the check. It's, like, kind of a loose premise. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about it? Well, most of his premises are very loose. Yeah, you're not premises. a big fan? Not a big Seinfeld? No, I love Seinfeld. I'm I'm just saying, like, his, his stand-up is, is very... Simple, not Definitely. much to break down. He's just like, com- you know, it's a simple to- it's premise. observational, yep. simple. Yeah, he I goes just- quite like literally to like the first thought of like, what if the checkbook was this, and then yeah. doesn't go much deeper. It's a lot of like playing with the level or the status of something, mm-hmm. where it's like, what if. What if buying a car was like hunting in the right. you know in the right. caveman days mm-hmm. you know and exactly right. it's a lot of stuff that it's just like you're changing up the context changing up the status and I've kind of done those in certain bits early jokes of mine that are like you know what would be the thing that cavemen did in this same scenario or mm-hmm. like would this work in like you know King Arthur's day I mean, Probably I think, not. I think it's easy to like knock him for being lowest common denominator in that sense, but in a way, the fact that he can do that and like, you know, it's it's so obvious the craft that he puts into it and it's still like so successful and so funny. Sure. I is like really a testament to how much care and energy he really puts into it, you know. Yeah, I'm sure he works this a lot. I'm sure he's definitely a uh... <laughs> milk this uh, joke for a long time through the goal. I don't know Gotham through all those uh, little clubs and stuff. 
Mm -hmm. It's probably like under his umbrella of like general restaurant jokes, which leads to like Mm -hmm. the next (laughs) talk about like pesto, you know, Mm -hmm. like So, yes, bringing up the pesto, uh, they all start off, George, Jerry, and Elaine are in a restaurant, uh, an Italian restaurant, Mm -hmm. talking about the pesto being like, you know, the new thing. Is pesto in the 90s what blowjobs were in the 90s? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, I was kind of thinking like, it's it's so weird to go back in time and hear like, what's this newfangled thing? Where did Snapple come from? Right, right. It's like, oh. This is something that was huge, and now like we've all we've all moved past sun dried tomatoes, you sure. know, yeah, right. And I was like thinking, what is, what is like what are like elements that we could put into our sitcom now, where mm. people would be like, wow, people used to watch Hulu or something, you know? Right. I think it would be kale, download torrents, or any type of like, <laughs> <laughs> or like health fad, like you know, this isn't keto or this isn't you know vegan. Right, yeah, keto. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like specifically like food dishes. What's right. um, there was an you don't episode. have you have gluten oh, in this. Um, what what is it? Aiolis. Aiolis. Aioli. I feel right. like really surged sure. in the past decade. <laughs> yeah, be like lemon yes. aioli, and it's like it's it's just yes. fucking mayonnaise or like, like a sriracha. With anything with oh, sriracha. sriracha. Yeah. Oh, sriracha. That's not out so yet though. Uh, mm-hmm. Fucking truffle oil. Truffle, truffle oil. oil. Yep. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is that fries. getting into like every French fry? Yeah. Sure. Right. Sure. Sure. Or duck fat. Duck, duck fat. fat. That's true. But <laughs> I don't mind duck fat. That's, I will say. I will say that's this a much. slice all right. Was, I want to give credit to Lavar Burton in like the seventies of a hundred thousand dollar pyramid, where the clue was smoothie, and nice. he was trying to describe a smoothie, and they were like. I don't what well, I what's don't. a smoothie and then, and then it was over and then he like literally had to explain <laughs> like nobody knew like, LeVar Burton's the only one who knew about a smoothie and, and, and even it's Dick Clark was like well drink. you know like going They're on like, to the next card <laughs> like, how about that a smoothie he's just <laughs> shouting Jamba Juice Jamba Juice and the, everyone's like what's a Jamba like, Juice and he's like LeVar you guys haven't the been to the 90s yeah. yet <laughs> yeah. but when you do have a time machine like myself LeVar Burton you will know about the Jamba Juice <laughs> that, that, that would explain a lot he was predating himself yeah he almost gave himself mm. away with that one <laughs> <laughs> the visor came down he's like don't shit not yet lavar don't give away <laughs> you shouldn't don't even... tell them where the keys to the delorean are right, this actually should have was a bad idea to be on this game show yeah, exactly <laughs> princess diana dies in yeah, yeah. <laughs> dick clark you, you live forever though <laughs> <laughs> you'd never age a day <laughs> so uh they're talking about also um, Elaine's B storyline where uh, she has a, a friend or some new suitor oh, that's she, coming yeah. into town. She definitely Ed. gets her fuck on with Ed from but Seattle. It, I guess at the beginning it's like hot and heavy and they're like, oh, yeah, they're like he, he came over on a business trip and then he went back and now he's coming back and it's going to be coming like back for a week. Yeah, a week. I mean, this picks up and on he's the going to live with her for a week. She's going to yeah. obviously right. hate him. Of course, like, she's yeah. going to hate that. I Every mean, person all would. All little idiosyncrasies he should, and shit. He should have gotten a hotel room. Yes. Why and didn't then he? And there's the or, option to, to sleep there or sleep at Elaine's. Mm-hmm. Or right. just go nearby. for the weekend. Just, yeah. It's such a huge yeah. time commitment. Don't go for a whole week. Like, is she is she taking off that week of work or something? Mm-hmm. No, she's probably not. Because I feel like she's she leaves, he's there. She goes to work, she comes back, he's there. Yeah. And then you're just going to be pissed off mm-hmm. at somebody. We later see in, in the, uh, you know, we're jumping ahead, but kind of uh, we figure out through this uh, storyline that she doesn't have a roommate anymore. 
Yeah. Like, she used to have a roommate that was a big pain in her ass. Now she's supposedly living in a studio, it looked like. Mm -hmm. Um, Clearly by herself. Um, But it's also like, okay, they never really bring that up of, like, now she's living by herself. Yeah, I mean, they poured so much energy into the whole she's annoyed by her roommate yes. stuff that I I thought there would be a bit more of a contentious divorce. Right, or at least a story, a small sentence of, so I finally moved out. Hmm. Yeah, no. Or whatever. Like, <laughs> It was weird. And yeah. I mean... It's a big deal to move in New York, too, so I mm-hmm. that they mention it. Yeah, and her room is, like, really nice and spacious, too. Yeah. Sure. To, go, Lots to of light. go to upgrade like that and not have it be mentioned. I know. Maybe, because obviously I would assume it's, like, that's not her room in the two-bedroom. It's not like she still has the roommate. It looked like mm-hmm. it was a, it was a different thing. room. Yeah. A different apartment. Um, but I don't know. Like, a lot of Seinfeld does this where they don't really, like, kind of... They'll start a storyline and then just go away from it. Don't even, yeah. like, talk about, like, why it ended or how it ended. It just ends or just doesn't get brought up again. Yeah, totally. I mean... The Family Matters girl who just disappeared. Right. Yeah. She just goes away. Yeah. Just, they no, don't they're, even like, write a, not as cute as the little kid. They don't even <laughs> do, like, I have to go back to my home planet. Yeah. Or nothing. Nothing. Like, <laughs> she, yeah, um, her roommate, Terry, deserved a poochie wrap. That's what she... <laughs> she needs a poochie wrap, at yeah. least. Give her a poochie wrap. That's all we want. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I think this is... um, This is something we've also seen before in the show, where Jerry has the vacation date. Yes. Where he goes away with somebody. And it's like, I I think this is like a central theme of Seinfeld is just given enough time and enough isolation, even the person that you are most fond of, you will become irritated with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or (laughs) maybe maybe because you hate yourself so much that you're just eventually going to sabotage it anyway. But Mm -hmm. I will say... uh, you that know, one. when you are <laughs> that one, you know, <laughs> how are those rose colored glasses working? They're working out great. <laughs> everything looks great. Those, those Swedish fish are looking You're very, 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 yeah. Yeah. very inviting. <laughs> they need yeah, to I watched the whole show with these glasses on, too. I took it off for a second <laughs> yeah. and I was like, no, no, yeah. no. I'm depressed now. This yeah. is people are irritating. What <laughs> pro tip wear rose colored glasses, guys, everyone. do it. Um, in she your is life, literally wearing rose-colored glasses. <laughs> we don't have a video component to this show, <laughs> so we spent the past five minutes right. referencing a sight gag. It's uh, uh, yeah, she's wearing them emotionally and physically. Yes, your uh, audience is smart enough to fill that in, right? I think so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, obviously, yeah, going on a trip with somebody or having any extended period with a, a newly found relationship is gonna um, quickly make you realize, like, does this person suck or not? But we don't yeah. know she hates him yet. We're still at the restaurant. Clearly. We're, we're jumping mm-hmm. ahead. So yeah, yeah, yeah. she's optimistic. She asked Jerry to borrow his car. He's obviously Jerry and does everything that Elaine wants. He's a doormat. Yeah. And so <laughs> they basically also uh, notice that there's a dude with a baseball hat. Obviously, he's wearing hair plugs because only baseball guys or only baseball hat guys wear hair plugs at this point. Yeah, I I mean, well, I guess in in restaurants like these. I mean, I wear hats on you have regular plugs, basis. Right? Yeah, I totally have <laughs> hair plugs, just not where you'd expect. Um, I mean, you wear hats from time to time, Daryl, and you're yep. you're a proud bald man. Totally. Mm-hmm. And, 
Emily think... Rossi, you wear hats from time to time. Do I you do. have earplugs? No, but I, I I went through a wig phase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to change my hair color without dyeing it. I think women it. can oh, do okay. that pretty yeah. pretty easily. Wig phase, yeah. Yeah. I think Lace that fronts, also, um, okay. <laughs> I mean, bald guys, I think, should be wearing hats because they're bald. They don't have any protection of, from the sun. Yeah, when it's cold out, I would assume that hats, that's yes. like the default. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if I had hair, I would probably wear less hats. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people told me back in the day, too, that um, since I wore a lot of hats when I was a child, they're like, well, that's why you're bald, because you wore a lot of hats. Hmm. <laughs> I've heard it, it makes the it makes it worse because it like, tra- I don't know, <laughs> it's like some weird greenhouse gas conspiracy where right. it's like it traps the bad hair molecules. Right. Or some, Is this like some some bullshit? Mm, like homespun wisdom or something? I I mean, I've heard it's an actual thing, but I I don't know enough about hair science to prove or disprove. Right, right. <laughs> In my own experiments, I've seen no noticeable difference. So then they also notice um, that uh, a menu gets caught on fire. I think it's actually the guy from that's wearing the baseball hat because isn't it the, it's the same? No, table? the bus boy comes out. You see the bus boy come out. You see him. You see him do that, and you see him put the menu right him. next to the fire and inadvertently. All that. Yeah, I and see. He left to go get I, something else, and then yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. notice that he actually did it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What's he doing? Oh, he's probably going to pack up some takeout or something." Mm-hmm. Right. So then the menu gets caught on fire, and then um, George and Elaine try to put it out. I don't. Well, George puts it out. Elaine kind of what picks up her wine glass. Elaine or picks something? up her wine glass, like, and she's just hold, holding it like I think she was going to plan on like, dumping the wine on there. Yeah. 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 Helped. That would have made, made it worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it the restaurant's fault for having paper menus next to an open source of flame? A real open source. You also would think Mm -hmm. that the candle, though, wouldn't just be an open flame candle. It would have one of those, like, glass balls around it or whatever. Well, it is the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is is the time right after they made the Clue movie. So candlesticks are very much a thing (laughs) in this day and age. So then they make some jokes about putting it out to the manager, and um, the manager is a little uh, distraught. But I think he doesn't catch the joke, or he doesn't catch Lane's sarcasm at least. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, George basically like puts the busboy under the bus and says it was his fault. The -hmm. busboy gets fired. Right. Now that's like the crux of the episode. And they sit there internalizing it for right. at the, end, the rest yeah. of this whole time. And then, of course, of course Jerry doesn't really. Jerry. Jerry's <laughs> like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Said, I don't say, I didn't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's watching his two friends going through the rigors of self doubt. Yeah. Like, oh my God, did I ruin this person's doesn't life? Doesn't really like uh, give them solace either. Doesn't really yeah. say it was either of yours' fault. Kind of right. says you're, it was both of your fault. It's yeah. kind of weird that we have this Seinfeld moment where something could be adjudicated and they're like not going to parse out the blame. Like Jerry's not going to be like, oh, it's Elaine's fault or something. You right. Know? Right. It's weird. That's. Yeah, there was no empathy from Jerry. No. Him, he weird. actually likes, he almost has like a weird Schadenfreude. Like, this is like, I like seeing my friends in pain <laughs> a little bit. He's suffering. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so we quickly uh, quit cut to uh, Jerry's house or the apartment, and um, they're talking about how uh, George needs to go and confront them, or he's going to go back to like. Uh, well, they're making it a thing. Like, yeah, it was totally not a thing. Mm-hmm. Busboy would have doesn't know like it, remember it was George no. or anything like. But mm-hmm. they they're making it a thing. They're making it a this, huge thing. 
This is just a thing to like soothe his his sense of um, that he has caused this, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, this horrible tragedy to befall this man, and now he's he's decided that he needs to go apologize. Of Otherwise, he won't be able to live with himself. But it's not going to help the bus boy no in any way shape or form this is again yeah like they he wants to clear his conscience like Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to necessarily uh you know help the bus boy in any way yeah exactly Um, so he goes and takes kramer to go to the bus boy's house because uh elaine finds the address with her feminine wiles yeah she she kind (laughs) of feminine wiles she seduced somebody. somebody. She Im- implies that there's some <laughs> that feminine a, wilds. A, yeah, amazing at something. Yeah, and doesn't uh, charm count for <laughs> powers of persuasion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So then, uh, the, George. <laughs> this is also the first time that like George really uh, shows that he's not too fond of Kramer, or he's kind of really well, this, like we're not friends. Yeah, this is the first time that Kramer goes off and does something with somebody that's not Jerry. Yes. Mm. That we see it. I mean, we've had instances where it did not go well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Elaine had to watch his birds or something. But it all happened. It was during a bottle episode, so it was Greek tragedy style. Um, But this is the first time we see Kramer uh, inserting himself into someone else's B B story. And also, I think this is the first time that... uh, he says K-Man? Hey, the yeah. K-Man. K-Man. I don't know where that came from. I don't know if that lasts or if it's like kind of like. Not. It sounds like a one-off. Sounds like yeah. a Gretchen Wiener, like, stop trying to make mm-hmm. fetch work, Gar- uh, Jerry. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> stop trying to make K-Man work, yes, Larry. Larry. <laughs> hey, it's the K-Man. I think he says like, boy, I wish you'd stop calling me that. <laughs> he says it in this episode, and I heard him say it in, the epi- in season three, episode one. Yeah. Coming up, and I'm like, what the fuck is with the K-Man? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're trying it I, like, out just like the vocals. Like Kramer's already his nickname. You can't have a well, nickname of a nickname. But the K-Man is more syllables than Kramer. So it it's, is. It's a weird, shitty nickname. Weird, yeah. weird nickname. The K-Man. It doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> no. Just Why? the K-Man. Then it's Kramer. Like, it's too... Yeah. Yeah. Or just K. What's up, K? What's up, Kramy? The other people look at that Kramy. if it lasts. Let me know. Krames? Let the Kramium? listeners know if K-Man Kram- lasts. Kramburglar? What are you doing? Kramy? Kramaroo? Yeah. What are you... Like, this is like the Kram- seventh nickname that Jerry has pitched for Kramer. Kmart? <laughs> yeah. Um. So then uh, also... I love when uh, Kramer's in the uh, apartment with uh, George, and he's like, "Como se dice, waterbed." <laughs> I know yeah, that was good. I was well. I I had noticed that the the Espanol of yeah. this character, yeah. it's um, it's a little uh, Duolingo sure, level sure, sure, one, sure. you know. Sure, sure. <laughs> he's like the El Porto. Está abierto. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. We... <laughs> Donde está la biblioteca? Yeah. <laughs> it is a little bit of like a, uh, a Spanglish. I yeah. think sometimes, too, with the Russian episode uh, earlier, they uh, kind of do like a, it sounds Russian. Might it not be Russian? Probably not. Yeah. But it sounds Russian. And then in the subtitles, it will say Russian gibberish. It won't say these actual russian words yeah exactly because i mean we're not 
we're not meant to actually understand the Russian. Yeah. Because they're because they're about to summarize the point of what they said. They're yes. about to say, Ishka blish, blish, four hundred dollars. You know, and it's yeah. like right. that's it's a ninety sitcom. I mean, they're not I think too, like uh when he was when he uh obviously the cat goes missing as well. Um and then he starts I know immediately he was looking for the cat when he was just looking around the house. I'm like, what's he yeah. thinking about? My kid's looking for the cat. But he obviously. never says gato or anything. No, never. He, no. he always says, he says something like pinchy capron or whatever. And I'm like, I get that part. Like, maybe that's what you're calling George over here. But like, yeah. you never say like, donde esta mi gato or yeah. nothing. And I, I don't even it. know that much Spanish. Like, yeah. like right now, that those boots, I think that's the cat. Right. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, those rose-colored glasses are something <laughs> else, <laughs> man. They're, they're tripping the fuck out. It looks like my kitty just sitting there. <laughs> so, like, obviously now uh, George is in the bigger doghouse because he got him fired and he uh, lost he his lost cat. lost the cat. But now they get into a weird argument over the phone with uh, George or Jerry being in the middle, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, saying, like, who's that real fault? Like, who was in charge of closing the door? Yeah. I mean, I was... I, well, we know Kramer doesn't close I, doors. I feel yeah. like also whoever's last in yeah. closes the door. I, th- I thought yeah. that was pretty obvious. She pretty closed the door clo- behind yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although a, a thought came to me where it's like, the host sh- the shuts host, the door. The host, he should have yeah. too, yeah, especially if it's his house. But he was also the aggrieved party. He also knows that his cat is like, well, I have a cat. These people yeah. don't know I have a cat. I should yeah. shut the dog. I should shut the cat because well, he's I'm upset. Or the dog. He's grieving. He lost shut his the dog. dog. Yeah. He <laughs> didn't know the black cloud of George would befall him. Yeah. This is exactly. definitely like a very sitcom-y like, type of argument or like predicament. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to say the part with the with the crack of the lamp and yes. putting that piece back in the lamp. Yes. That was the funniest part of Classic. the whole episode. Yeah. Like, Classic. Just, just putting it back, and it's silent. They're just watching him. Like, it's like we're all watching him too. <laughs> There's some very good um, stage direction, or not stage, just just I guess physical Prop. acting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when they shut the door, of course, the piece falls off the lamp. Of again. course. Yes. Just yeah. Yeah. I didn't think that would happen though. Yeah. I thought they would let that go. So I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> so then also... They had um, to go for the obvious joke. Right? Yeah. So then we also figure out uh, later in the week that uh, Elaine is about to uh, drop off Ed because... Uh, and she hates it. The moment she, that new alarm clock is mentioned, you right. know something's going to happen with the yeah, new alarm like clock. Who, who gets a new alarm right, clock? Like, no, right. that's scary. She's no. like talking about this elaborate alarm clock. I'm like, those are all opportunities for this alarm clock. Of to course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every single feature of this alarm it's clock like, is something that you mm-hmm. can fuck up. Yeah. I know about like, I know Chekhov's alarm clock. <laughs> yeah. When I see it, <laughs> I feel like uh, there's a lot of um, great moments though from uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus here oh my God, in this that episode. Whole oh my God. Rant that of hers whole rant. was hysterical. Yeah. I was dying. She gets, and she's like jumping up and down. Like, mm-hmm. it's so funny. She goes yeah. she goes hard in this uh, certain moments. Emmy worthy yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. for I sure. Like great. Yeah. So great. So high energy. Mm-hmm. So just manic. Mm-hmm. It's, manic mm-hmm. is the word. It's yeah. amazing. And yeah. he's just like calm as fuck. Like it takes <laughs> like, an hour I to get there. He doesn't say like what's wrong with you that much. Like why are you acting so crazy? Like he, he doesn't. He's and he, even if he does say anything like that, it's very like why are you doing It's very flat. You know. It's like, yeah, so she's acting crazy. <laughs> yes. Like like packing clothes with the hangers on it. Like shutting. So 
Watching it, like. So is he like under the impression that this week long date that Elaine can't wait to you know take out behind the barn and shoot in the head? Is he under the impression that this is going well? Because he's no like, shit. I'll just stay another day or two. No shit. Whatever. You, I got to finish my cashews anyway. You'll like, be off your period by if then. You had, <laughs> yeah, if you hadn't had sex with her that whole week, I would be like, uh, I, like I, he's probably like, I gotta get out of here. He's probably like, you know why she's so pissed off? She just needs some good dick yeah, from me. And dick. I'm the one to provide it. <laughs> yeah, right, like, right, right. Yeah, That's this guy. Finally, what he's thinking. I mean, in in all honesty, I'm sure I'm surprised she didn't say like, "Do you sure you want to be here this whole week?" She should have yeah. said something anyway. Like, she should have said, "Go, I want you to leave." Right? Like, you know, maybe the night Wouldn't before. I think he should have been fucking space. He should have yeah. been fucking. Clearly, this is a sitcom, but this does kind of like go towards like they're not very adult no, a lot of the not. time. No. <laughs> like, this is a very childish move. Like mm-hmm. an adult would say, like you got to get another, you got to go get a, a hotel. I would like you to leave, yeah, or yeah. leave, please. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> I mean, she knows the phone number at her own place. She could have called him from work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she could have yeah. said, "Hey, I don't think this is working out." Right, like, you right. Know? But where would the hilari- the hilarious, Obviously. manic? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we needed need that. that. You need it. Yeah. That scene was hysterical. I love it. Oh, so a very good. great scene. And I love also the monologue that she gives about the, the turns and the, the, oh, the driving dri- that route. That was so yeah. well written. Yeah. So yeah. great. By the and way. Her, her, her glazed over facial expression yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Where she's like ascended into this new realm of driving. I also <laughs> knew when they mentioned that Rockaway Boulevard thing that that would come back later just like the alarm that, clock. Yes, like yes, you yes. You never right. want to take a shortcut. Mm-hmm. I want to say, she, yeah, a shortcut you're not familiar with. Mm-hmm. But this is a tip that she sure. says... She bought off a cabbie. Mm-hmm. Like, who buys wow, a I shortcut? Yeah, I didn't because know you could when, sell ones shortcuts. Ones who don't have maps. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, guys, if you want to know how to get to downtown Long Beach really quick, I can tell you how to get there. Yeah, yeah, five exactly. bucks. Yeah, you got five, five bucks. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a Thomas guide? I'll, I'll <laughs> write it in a marker. Which yeah. way is Flores Boulevard? You <laughs> yeah. got a dollar? You yeah. got a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Then no, bitch. It's like direction-based panhandling, yeah. right? I love it so much. So obviously, yes, Elaine and uh, misses the flight. Uh, she's super upset about it. Jerry what does is a bit she about flights. Yeah, right. what is she wearing? By the way, her, her nightgown, oh, right. yeah, right. right. dressing yeah. gown. What it's is going a on very here? traditional it's nightgown? It's a very sitcommy thing where it's like you can't show any skin, even though they're wearing you know pajamas yeah. or whatever. You have to have like yeah, like a, a turn of the century. Christmas Carol type outfit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, was she planning on being drowned and becoming a ghost? No shit. Because yeah, that's for what it. she looks she, like. She's she ready, was ready in to her, haunt. She yeah. was in her christening outfit. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. haunt ready. But yeah, that's an interesting note. Like they do that on sitcoms. There, yeah, very traditional. Like Lucy always wore a traditional. Of course, like, nightgown. like you can't show any cleavage. Can't show any like no. leg. Just think about what a nightgown mm-hmm. is These now. Are, it's like right. shorts and a tank top. Of course, it's, it's like, no. just some spaghetti strap tank top with some juicy shorts. You know, you can't see show that on tv no no you can't not in 91 with elaine nope. elaine nope, can't nope, be nope. walking around with juicy not shorts not nope. elaine no i would regardless love to see of her, though in juicy shorts oh, yeah. i was just about to say i'm i'm sure there's there's plenty of juice mm-hmm. sure. yeah and we did s- skip over the stand-up of driving to the airport and also like this weird idea the of cannon. like that is cannons <laughs> yeah i i don't want to be a naysayer i like the premise but also uh, the first thing i'm like you can book other flights on airplanes like it's not that hard i was just thinking <laughs> i thought it, i went a different direction with it like where it's like yeah wouldn't it be nice if we had a 
scheduled flights. They're like, oh, we don't have that one, but we have another one in 15 minutes. And it's like, but that's not funny. That's just something that you wish. Right. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> I, wish, I wish planes were like buses. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Although, right. while right. we're on the topic, there are too many buses. There's, yeah. oh, there's one from every 500 feet from each other. Where are they all going? And nobody, how come nobody's ever getting on them? And how come they take so long to fucking get there? Why, mm. There's too many buses. There's we, constantly people on buses. What are you talking about? There's nobody ever on the bus. <laughs> that's th- that's not true. I mean, I that's do not feel like tr- there's You're showing your classism right now. You're just like, 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 oh, of course the poor people are on the bus. Like I drive a well, horseless no, carriage. From the, okay, <laughs> there's people on the bus. Fine, I'll give you that. Yeah. But how is my question to you? How come when you go to take the bus, it's like next bus is in an hour and 20 minutes? With, there's that that's many true. buses, that's, mm. why well, do I have to wait this long? That's fucking L.A. Where we don't have any, going? like, light rail. We don't have any, like, rapid transit. Seriously. What? I mean, I think it's better in, in other cities. I, I, think or I hope it's better not. in other they cities. They have a group of toilets shit. called the Metro yeah. that run up and down, like, certain areas. Yeah. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where you... If you um, want to take a toilet to the downtown, you can do that. That's where you buy your meth and eat your stinky food. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh, take the Metro. Yes. If you're in LA. No, we, take the bus. Yeah. Any, any mass transit. Because there's many people on the bus. Don't drive yourself. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to be smelling delicious spare ribs or terrible diarrhea. It's... Right. It's a literal crapshoot. Yeah. Speaking of uh, crapshoots and bathrooms, um, George and Jerry have a little discussion about um, he has yeah. the knowledge of every public bathroom in New York. Yeah, the best he public just, toilet. In I know every everywhere. And then go. They riddle off a few uh, street signs and uh, neighborhoods, and he's like, "This one, this one." This felt like a really researched moment. That of was course. a really New York. Thing. This has like, to 65th be like sixty fifth and tenth. It's like over. Oh, this seems literally like a. a Jerry Seinfeld, Larry David, like conversation that they had in the writers' yeah, room, and, and Larry, like, let's just put this in the show. Larry's just like, I'm not going to pay somewhere right. to like use their restroom. I'm not right. going to buy a pack of gum just right. so I can poop. And like, tell this attendant my name. They'll they'll hook you up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, what he well, here's the Charmin. You know, um, yeah. yeah. What is what, what is kind is of impression do you have to make? What is this relationship with George and this attendant? Yeah. You slip him like a $2 bill once or something. <laughs> once, yeah. yeah. So then we also get into the end of the episode where the busboy shows up again, and then is instead of being upset, he's uh, totally he's overwhelmed. Elated. Yeah. yeah. Elated, overjoyed, because I guess uh, fate uh, had an explosion at the restaurant that he used to work at. Yeah, he got a better job. And better a job. Came yeah. back, perhaps startled by the explosion. Everything. Piquita. Yeah, <laughs> everything <laughs> came back or it wrapped up nicely, though we thought. Um, and then at the end, Ed shows up, and then they get into an argument well, on we the stairs. It's an off-camera yeah. thing. Well, we find out that it's later, Ed, or at least I figured it out because, like, now Ed has to be here even longer because he's in the well, hospital. Which is what she, happens when you don't communicate your needs, right. Elaine. Yeah. She come was, on, Elaine. Yeah, just, people get hurt. Yeah, people get <laughs> hurt. And, um, yeah, he could have prevented I mean, all this if you just I, manned up and said, "Get out of my life." Yeah, I felt like there was a little bit of telegraphing where they had just buzzed Ed up. Yes, and yeah. so it was like, "Oh well, who else would be walking down the hall?" That was what the I guy thought. didn't have Doesn't like a super really... characteristic voice or anything. Doesn't also so. no, really... but I thought there's the guy no in the characters was like deeper, and it wasn't yeah. him. I thought it was just a random guy. Like I, I don't didn't, know. I didn't even 
recognize like, oh, it's Ed, obviously. Obviously, Ed, because he was parking the car that was planted. Right. In the 90s, when you get injured in a different city, do you just live there then? I guess. Because they were like, "Uh, how long until he can eat again? And she's like, I don't know. (laughs) I got to spoon feed this motherfucker. Not only that, but like... Is there any character development that Ed's a hothead or an asshole? Like, why did he even yeah. get into this argument with this guy? He seemed like, really he chill seemed, about the airport situation. Seemed, yeah, he was yeah, very, very chill during the manic airport situation. That's why I didn't. I was annoyed with the way that then. Yeah, actually. it just seemed too convenient that this was going to happen. Like, I mean, this is. I mean, there's some contrivance in Seinfeld writing from little time bit, to time. Little bit. You know, there are pieces falling off of we gotta, lamps. It's, we got to write. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need a nice little bow on this. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's very indicative. Of and of course, show. like, yeah, anytime that um, somebody something can bad happen to a character, we're always going to leave it on that note. Yeah, you yeah. knew that the happiness for the busboy wouldn't last. No, or no. Elaine, or any of them, really. Yeah, no, it never does. Yeah. So now they're both they're both feeding the people that they've that they've wronged in right. their own ways. Right. Even though Elaine hasn't really wronged anybody, she just sort of made the mistake of housing this man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. She didn't tell him what she was really feeling. That's true. She, chick- she, she was a chicken. She, she was. Chicken. Yeah. A lot of them are. I think most of them are. Except, I mean, I mean, I em- guess George kind of shows up. And Emily, would you, would you, impromptu, give us like Elaine breaking up with this guy like oh, two right. days into the date? Please. Yeah. Two days in, I'd say. Please take off well, your rosy glasses and tell us what you really feel. I got oh. to give him on. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was scary. It was scary for a second there. Keep him on. Keep him on. She got no, really enraged, Honestly, guys. it really depends on, I would like to know, like, what if she would be willing to have seen him again if she, if he got, like, a hotel. That would be mm. my first, if like, a, a two days in. Actually, no, before, if he said, I'm coming for a week, I'd say, great, where are you staying? Because mm-hmm. it's not with me. Mm-hmm. That would be the first thing. It's like, no. oh, you think you're staying with me? No, I don't want you to stay with me. Yeah, you're not. No. That's I have how a studio. Yeah. Not a lot also, of space um, in there. No, wouldn't even said that. I said, I don't want you to stay with me. I right. just met you. I don't right. want to be annoyed by you. This is our, our second date is you staying for a week. Mm-hmm. No, don't want that. No, yeah. too much. So too it would have. It would have. I would have been dealt with before it was even a problem. Yeah. In a weird Emily way, though, she stew. just gets upset though that he's really nice, or he's just yeah. Like there's nothing really indicated about what really bothers her. But like you said, it's like when he she gets there, he's home. It's like someone's just there in her space. It's right. It's just she's just and she just got out of the roommate situation. Right. So she's right, like yeah. probably really respecting her space. Yeah. So we then end this episode with the uh, stand up bit with uh, boxing or some sort of uh, yeah. fist fights. Can't believe that people box because they don't have a, a axe reason. to grind with each other. Right. <laughs> but if they if they drove around the ring for a little while, they'd they'd figure something out. Get in an accident first. Then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that'd be that'd be funny. Yeah. That would be funny. Or at least yeah, have some sort of beef before. Yeah. It is weird that mm-hmm. we Make encourage people to fight. For, it is, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, we encourage by paying them. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> I mean, it's like fighting is criminalized in in it every other context. Thing. Like, yeah, but fight. then they're like, "Oh, you're really good at hitting people. Like, you could murder someone with your fists. Well, we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars to do that." It's you know? one of those things, like in um, and the government does it a lot too, where it's like, like the guy that was in that movie or that took the inspiration for Catch Me If You Can. Mm-hmm. He was like so good at check fraud. That he later became like a yeah. agent for, for the, the government or to look IRS for check fraud. Something. Yeah, it's like we're, you're so good at being a criminal. You want to catch criminals for us? Yeah, no. cool. 
I mean, I think that happens with uh, computer hackers a lot, yeah, too. They're like, lot. oh, yeah. you exposed this uh, backdoor in our cloud server. Yeah. You want to come work for us and fix those issues? I would like, love the government to like start a podcast network. Like, you do you do pretty good podcasts. You want to do podcasts for the government? <laughs> government podcasts. I, I think that's called want, NPR, Daryl. You want to talk about Seinfeld for the government? <laughs> <laughs> government job. Daryl wants a government job. <laughs> you want to tell us your theory about how you think Elaine's a better physical comedian than Michael Richards? Yeah, uh, for, the for, the, for the government? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I could. Man. For national security reasons. Yeah. Do I get a 401k? No, it's a 403b. It's similar, yeah. but it's for the government. Yeah. 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 We do not uh, maintain any uh, contribution status. We don't do any uh, 50-50 split. Nope. Yeah. No, we don't do that. We're the government. <laughs> <laughs> well, well Emily, me. of course. Been, Emily, you're been delightful. Happy to be here. One Hopefully of my favorite comedians. We didn't get to intro you properly. But no, it's fine. You're such a funny lady. It's Thank so you. glad to have you on the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, definitely have you back. Well, guys, uh, follow us on the liner notes. You know what to do with podcasts. Yeah, look us up in the liner notes if people do that, and uh, you'll find our Instagrams. Emily, where can people follow you? You on can the spell interwebs? this. Follow. You can spell this. It's everywhere. So sponge. We'll talk about that next time. Sponge worthy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's save it. Let's save that sponge. And that's why. This is the Spongeworthy Podcast, guys. Okay. <laughs> What's the deal with dunkers? Who do they think they are? Hakeem Elijah one? Pesto is the new thing. Everybody likes pesto. Oh, I don't like fish. Everybody likes fish. I wish I liked fish. I've even looked into I've Googled. How do you how do you make yourself like fish? The answer, keep eating fish. Have you ever been fired from a job and then you thought to yourself, I didn't even work here. What's the deal with people coming over to my house and insulting my food? You don't like ginger? Well, I like ginger. You don't like ginger? Don't eat ginger. It's in my fridge. It's my food. What's the deal with public toilets? Why are they making these things happen out in the open? I always thought that that was private business. Every massage I've had has always ended in a happy ending. The masseuse always is happy when I leave. 